www.disneytimepodcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Time Podcast. I'm your host, Micah, and joining me today is my co-host, Nelson. Hello. How's it going today, Nelson? Oh, well, how about you? I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Yeah, so, you sound better, so I'm... Yeah, exactly. I got over that little cold and virus that was going around, so it's uh, ready for holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully without uh, another viral attack of some sort. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you got any uh, any plans for your for your Thanksgiving coming up here? I'll be coming back up to the bay, visit family for Thanksgiving, and oh, uh, nice! Yeah, I'll be there from Thanksgiving through the weekend. So, be home for a long weekend. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, how about you? Uh, just gonna you know we're not. I, I mean, I'm gonna do like a, a dinner out for Thanksgiving, and then other than that, no real like big plans or anything. So. This should be just like a relaxing weekend or something. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. All right, so um, for your listeners, today's episode, we are going to pick up from our Best Day Ever series, and today we're going to be talking about Nelson's favorite park, Epcot. Yes, sir. So, yeah, um, I guess we should just like dive into, dive into Epcot here. Um, so, as you, as we determined this is your favorite park and uh so on their best day ever what would you say like what what festival would it be falling in because <laughs> i know this is like the festival park so yes, for you what is. would it be so what's awesome is that epcot for like i want to say nine months out of the year they are holding a festival of some sort um so you know there's a very good chance when you if you go uh, to Epcot, it'll there'll be some form of festival being held, and um, I've only been to two out of the four, and I'm still looking forward to attempt or to visit Epcot during the other two, but um, the ones that I have gone to is the International Flower and Garden Festival, that's held in springtime, and then. Um, of course, my absolute favorite is the International Food and Wine Festival that's held late summer through fall. So, obviously... So, the other, the other two that you need to do would be Festival of Holidays and Festival of the Arts, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that, those, are, uh, those are some good ones that you've been to. Uh, which, which season would you, would you pick? So, I mean, it's kind of obvious for me because <laughs> i've gone multiple years now especially like these past four years now like consecutive but uh definitely the food and wine festival for me nice that's definitely around the time that i i enjoy going to epcot as well that's they definitely have the most food related things going on during the food and wine festival uh especially they have things like seminars um you know they have that wine and dine half marathon that you did this mm-hmm. past uh, trip, um, and then you know they even have a, a party. They have you know 
the the senses what is it called yeah party of the senses party of the senses yeah they have that going on um they have the different demonstrations by the chefs uh you know it's you name it they're doing it if it's related to food so right um eat to the beat series where they have uh different artists come in and then they like play their sets while you're enjoying the food and wine festival so i mean that's that would probably be around the time that i go i would go to um especially i mean i really enjoy it um i haven't gone to any of the other festivals surprisingly but this one i really enjoy oh not even festival of holidays yeah i think that one is a relatively new festival that they did uh i was around for the holiday season and they were doing you know the candlelight processional and everything at epcot so i did you know I, i saw neil patrick harris uh for that and i also saw um Leia Salonga, like nice. during her last, like one of her last times doing the uh, candlelight processional, but they didn't actually have the food booths until I think it was more recent. It was after after I had already been gone from being a cast member. So, hmm. yeah, um, but I, I probably would have liked to see that too because you know I, I do enjoy the holiday season, especially as a cast member when you get your uh, coupon books. It's always the best. Oh, of course. <laughs> You have their automatic like forty percent discount on merch, which is uh pretty good. Oh my, that's a nice chunk. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so um, so yeah, we've established that it's going to be around food and wine festival time. Uh, so starting off your your best day ever at Epcot during the food and wine festival, what would you do first? Because I know the like the booths don't open until a certain time. So what would you be doing first when you get to the park? So if I were to actually rope drop uh, Epcot during a food and wine festival day, or I guess any, it doesn't even have to be during a festival day, but um, there's um very limited, uh, I guess the, the world showcase isn't completely open right? Uh, when the park opens, but uh, what is, is uh, the patisserie over in the back portion of the France Pavilion. Oh and yeah, they I, I have amazing pastries, and um, so if I again, if I were to actually rope drop Epcot, I, that would probably be the first thing I'd go to. I'd have a breakfast bite over there. Nice. That that sounds good. I mean, uh, I I hear that people do that. They they rope drop just to go to the patisserie. Yeah, and I, unfortunately, I had forgotten to mention that to Rissa and Kay when they were there recently because of. They essentially, on uh, our first, or excuse me, our second day at Epcot, um, that was my wine and dine half marathon. Right. And after I was done running, they were pretty much at the entrance to Epcot. So I told them, like, well, I need to go back to the shower, to uh, uh, back to the hotel to shower. So you guys go ahead and just head to the parks. So like Rissa explained last time, they kind of hung around Norway a bit more because... Mm. Um, the rest of the showcase wasn't open yet, but yeah, I wish I should have, uh, mentioned that, uh, patisserie was open if they went the other direction. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, definitely something I like to do. Go to that patisserie. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Um, I didn't get a chance to do that, but you know, it sounds like it would be something to to do uh is there anything in particular that you would try to be getting when you if you were to rope drop that patisserie so i like to 
quote-unquote judge <laughs> a French bakery by their croissant. Okay. And um, if their croissant is good, it's a good indication that everything else is going to be real good. <laughs> okay, okay. That's at least my kind of thinking. But so, of course, I ended up getting a croissant sandwich when I was uh, there this past trip. Okay. And um, it was it was good. So... I definitely enjoy the pastries there. I think I've all, I haven't obviously had everything, not even half or a third. They offer they have a lot of selection there, so Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um I would uh for me, uh when I would go on a perfect day, I would definitely get at least one warm pastry or something savory and then, you know me, I have to have something sweet as well. Right. And right. um of course, uh, since it being the morning, first thing, uh, coffee. <laughs> yeah, I was about to ask if you were if you would get a coffee uh, over there too. Yep, I'm pro- I'm a pretty simple guy when it comes to coffee. I don't need all the fancy frou frou drinks, so I typically will just get a black coffee. And that would be also at the French Pavilion while you're there at the patisserie. Yeah. Nice, because I know like scattered throughout that park, they have a lot of those Joffrey stands. Oh, right. Wow, there's so many Joffrey stands here. And even, um, I mean, it's closed right now, but there's uh, the Starbucks even. Oh, right, That was in front of the World Fountain. Yeah, they did close that. But, yeah, I mean, there's so so many options for coffee. I know know Joffrey's is like a sponsor for Disney, so. Correct. That's probably probably why they they (laughs) put all those stands. But uh, yeah, then you were mentioning last week. You mentioned about your your sister trying to uh, to check out the different like Joffrey's things that they they had at the different booth, right? Yeah, because in the booklet for the International Food and Wine Festival, they had like outlined that specific booths. They had a speci- like a specialty drink, and it's only yeah. available at you know a specified booth. And one that caught my sister's attention was the chai chaiquila. Chaiquila nice yeah so she definitely wanted to find that once she saw that was being offered nice that sounds good sounds good all right so um so on your on your perfect day here so we'll say that uh the different pavilions opened up like like the whole thing the world World showcase opened up uh what would you try to go to first would you go left or would you go right or how would you go about it so I guess to continue off to what, you know, after starting off in France, technically. Right. Um, it, Like you mentioned, uh, it's, a, it's a while before the actual food booths and rest of the showcase open up. So I'd probably head back to Future World, in all honesty. Oh, nice. And um, hit up Test Track. Of That's course. like the best ride in Future World. Yeah, I agree. That is the best ride in Future World. So it's uh, always good fun. And then right next to it's also Mission Space. So that's that's pretty fun. And I always do the orange track. Yeah. I mean, I, I got used to the orange track too. But, you know, I, I heard they did make changes to it. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't, I didn't actually write it. Oh, you went. didn't write yeah. it recently when we were there? Yeah. I didn't uh, write it. So, But hopefully, you know, I will eventually maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think it's going anywhere, especially because of uh, mission, uh, the Space 220 restaurant opening up. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that new space restaurant thing. Yeah, unfortunately, I heard it's been delayed, though, because the 
the original executive chef jump uh, executive chef jump ship <laughs> oh really yeah where'd he uh where'd he go off to different I, uh restaurant or something yeah i believe he actually ended up opening up his own or something like that well that's a that's a big thing yeah <laughs> and so apparently this past month or so just um that they've been kind of in a big scramble on trying to find a new executive chef and yeah, um, that's, that's trying to fill deal. up the positions there. But, um, I guess because of that, I saw recently that, yeah, they decided to just postpone the opening for space 220. Not oh, till next shame. year. It was supposed to open December of 2019, but well, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, to me, it's okay. You know, you don't, you don't want to rush something like that. Cause, it's a space theme, you know, and you know, it, it, that's kind of difficult to come up with like a menu for space theme food, right? Right. So, you know, you got to get it done right the first time. Otherwise, it's, it might not even pan out the way that they want it. Yeah. Might as well take your time and do it right. Yeah, exactly. But that's something that uh, to look forward to as well as all like the other things that are coming Right. By, I think yeah. 2020 or 2021, right? Like there's a lot of things coming. True. Yeah. There's so many changes happening to Epcot in general anyway. So right. it probably so. wouldn't really even matter that much that they decided to push that back. Yeah. They, they even have that, that one building off to the side that shows like all the things coming to Epcot. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of, um, of D23 Expo. Remember that little area with the yep. Imagineering? Yep. Yeah. It looked like they just moved it. <laughs> Essentially. I mean, yeah. that whole, especially um, that back portion in the Disney Parks, like, right booth area in D23, yes. where it had, like, the mock-up of uh, Epcot. I think right. that's the same one, in all honesty. Exactly. That I think they, they moved just it to transported it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, I, I, I like that they had the picture-taking, you know, and mm-hmm. and the, the, it, it kind of hypes people up for what's coming to Epcot, but uh, it's it's interesting to see that it's, it's going to be changing so much. Um, and I mean, have you heard any of the reviews about the, the nighttime show, the Epcot forever? Have you heard any reviews from that? Uh, no, I haven't paying, have not been paying much attention to that. I, uh, I heard that it, people, it's like mixed and a lot of people, it's more toward the negative side. Like people are saying, it's like who put the high schoolers in charge of making a show. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's harsh. Yeah. So, but I mean, the, the the shows over there get a lot of criticism, especially like I don't I don't want to mention, but Animal Kingdom, you know, like the Up Bird show that's gone through like three iterations already. <laughs> yeah, I've heard actually pretty negative things about that show too. Yeah, even after they redid it, I heard it's not good at all either. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to Epcot. Um, yeah, the, I like that they're they're doing all these changes. Um, can't wait for more things to come to Future World like. The Gardens of the Galaxy ride that looks oh looks like gonna yeah that's going to be another just ride to even enjoy over at Epcot exactly um, and then like the whole thing with the, the different areas and the play the play area for the like the kids like a, like a futuristic type city thing that's yeah. going to be cool mm-hmm. yeah um, so all right so after after you hit up Future World. On your perfect day, uh, I assume you would be heading toward the booths? Yeah, once the booths open up, that's when it's like, okay, time to eat. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 
So do you normally just start off like at the front part of the, like where all the booths are and then work your way around? Or do you like just go for what you haven't tried yet? Um, well, I, I typically uh, will essentially hit up or eat my way around the world. So in all okay. honesty, it doesn't really matter where I start because by the end of the trip, I like the, the entire trip, I would have hit up at least everything I wanted to. Okay. So. Okay. And that would even include like the like the flavors of fire and things like that. That's closer to the future world, right? Right. That includes the booths that aren't technically in the world showcase. Yep. Nice, nice. Cool. Um, so, anything that sticks out from this past trip for you from the food and wine festival that you would pretty much like have to do for your perfect day? Any any of the booths? Canada. Canada, the booth itself, or like the whole pavilion too. Oh uh, well, I um I was just thinking the booth. <laughs> the booth, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did. I did go to that, and then I walked into the pavilion, and like downstairs, they had they had like a booth tasting booth thing too. For oh like, yeah, the apple seed booth. Yeah, apple seed. Apple and seed I, orchard I, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I just I just went in there just to look, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't even know it was here until I walked into the pavilion yeah like i know rissa and Kay had a comment about it because i mean when they were looking through the booklet um they saw that they were this booth was offering a bunch of different ciders exactly and so they're like "Ooh, that'd be nice to try but then when we were walking around the area like where the heck is it <laughs> yeah you, you have to go into the kind of pavilion then like go down underneath like in the cave area so it's like whoa yeah it's i didn't pretty know it was here hidden, so that's it's not the best uh, placement, I feel. Yeah, yeah. It's kind I of mean, out it, of the it, way, too. Yeah, if it was out more out in the open, it would be easier to find, and I think more people would go to it. Because yeah. when I went in, it was a few people, not too many people. So uh, I was like, oh, this is cool. I didn't, I, I didn't try anything, though. <laughs> I just went in, and I took some video, and I, I walked out. <laughs> right. Nice, nice. So, yeah, I, I'm... Would you, so on your perfect day, I mean, assuming that there's all these food things, is there any spot that you try to hit up for lunch or anything like that? Or are you just going to be snacking the whole time? Oh, I'd be snacking. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, these, sure, this this festival is kind of an annual thing, but, I mean, I travel all the way there just to do that. (laughs) Definitely, yeah. I mean, and the portions are, I think, are really good. In terms of the size, you, you get your money's worth for sure. Yeah, when it comes to the food, I would agree. Um, the beers, uh, not so much, in all honesty. Um, right, this, right. this time around, I actually didn't really do any like beer sampling in the in specific booths. I mean, I did get a couple here and there, but um, if I were to get an actual beer... It'd be from um, a typical Epcot location that actually serves beer year-round, not necessarily attached to the Food and Wine Festival. So essentially, by doing so, you get a full like 16-ounce uh, pour so instead is there of the little puny ones that you get. Because, I mean, only the, the booths that for the Food and Wine Festival, if they have a selection of beer to you know choose from, those are only like the 4-ounce pours. Wow, that's, that's a... 
that's that's even smaller than you would think, right? Yeah, it's it's, it's a quarter of of the the sixteen ounces. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not enough. And I mean, if you were to do that, I you're just better off getting a flight if the booth offers it, because combined you'd get the full, you know, like a, an equivalent to a full beer. So that would be more uh, worth it. Right. But um, from what I saw, I wasn't too, like, uh, I guess impressed of the selection this year. And I didn't I didn't buy a single flight this year. I was just going for full beers. But again, so over at ones that are, you know, offering a full, like, 16-ounce cup. So of the dedicated, like, um, places that normally sell the 16-ounce pours, which one would you say you would go to, like out of in the i don't know normally on your perfect day which one which of the locations would you buy from honestly i like the beers offered in norway okay uh which uh was there a particular beer that you tried this uh this go around that you really liked oh uh, well they have an einstock uh aus beer pil okay. i think it was a aus pilsner that's what it they were offering nice so sounds that, good it was pretty pretty crisp and refreshing almost and i mean that's which kind of weird because you know you'd expect expect that from a lager instead but it was a pilsner oh that's pretty interesting yeah do you ever uh do you ever go into the rosen crown oh I, you know i really want to because you know it's a it's an english pub right but um since i'm with a bigger group i know not everyone's into beer so <laughs> oh okay, okay i haven't uh, actually gone <laughs> Yeah, I want ever... to, but so I guess on my perfect day, I would definitely like to go. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is, um, there's something called a snake bite that they do over there. I think it's a combination of beer and whiskey. So you might want to try that, you know, like they combine the two together. I wouldn't so, mind. Yeah, exactly. You know, just head in there, get a snake bite and then drink it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah that sounds like really good um are there would you plan for any you know sit down restaurants or or table service meals if you were to do something on your perfect day well in all honesty i have it's on my bucket list to eat at every epcot restaurant okay but um to date i've only i don't know been to maybe a third of them okay and out of those, my favorites are definitely Le Cellier over at Canada. Oh, nice. And um, Monsieur Paul's. That in, one's in pretty France. fancy, though. Yeah, and that's in France. Yeah. Yeah, that, does, that did look like a very fancy restaurant. I, I did walk by it, and I was like, oh, this is a little corner in France here. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting it to be so hidden away. Uh, but it, it did um, look yeah, because like it's fancy. actually upstairs. <laughs> right, right. So it's like you know the little entrance, the small entrance, and then you go right up the stairs, and that's where it is. But yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, um, there's definitely other restaurants in uh, Epcot that I'd, or in spe specifically the World Showcase that I'd like to try. Um, I've also eaten at like. Uh, restaurant marrakesh in the oh yeah yeah nice. their food is okay um i do appreciate their uh live performance though that one's pretty cool did, do they have like 
belly dancers? Is that yes, what they do? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no wonder. <laughs> yes, I will admit. Wow, that, I mean, uh, that's that's pretty cool. I, I you know, I, I, is it is it is it family friendly though? The, with all the belly dancing and all that. Oh yeah, I mean, they actually like the the dancers actually like a portion of the performance. They actually try and gather kids to join the dance floor. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, it's more. I would think it's it is family friendly. I mean, it's not like truly seductive type of thing. Right, right, right. But um, it is very alluring. I will. Admit. Okay, okay, well, that makes sense. Nice, nice. Wow. Um, any anywhere anywhere that you would that you'd try to like probably make a reservation because you haven't gone there yet. Any, well, any of those, other uh, than Rose and Crown, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I've eaten at Japan. Oh, I guess the upcoming, um, Regal Eagle I'd like to try. Oh, okay. That's the, that's the new, that's um, the new smokehouse over coming at the America booth or pavilion. And for sure you, you'd probably want to do the the space one, right? Oh yeah. That's in future world though. In future world. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean, it, it seems like, you know, there's just so many options at Epcot. Like, how can you do them all, right? <laughs> well, it's a bucket list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's one of the bucket list items for you. It's just like eat at all the restaurants that they have, right? Mm-hmm. But but it, it does kind of, I mean, the fact that we're doing all these food booths kind of gets in the way of that, right? Right, yeah. So, I mean, I made the mistake of um, back in 2017, um, I went with my friend Eric, where right. uh, I made dining reservations to different restaurants in Epcot, but you know we were still eating at the booths anyway. So oh. by the time we actually went to those ADRs, we weren't as hungry <laughs> as we could have been. Right. So um, didn't eat as much or you know enjoy it as much as we could. So yeah, that's kind of a double-sided sword. <laughs> in that uh double-edged sword in that regard so um, you just need to uh to run a half marathon before making those oh, adrs right <laughs> if you put it that way <laughs> make yourself a little bit hungry right oh yeah so i mean would would your perfect day involve running a half marathon too and then going and eating uh for a perfect day probably not <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, maybe the day after that run would be the perfect day, right? You're yeah. so hungry. <laughs> that would be the perfect opportunity to go do an ADR, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. So um, so on this past trip, were there any standout booths for you? Because I, I know that was a major thing that you guys were, were doing a lot of at Epcot. We're trying out all of the various booths from the International Food and Wine Festival. Anything that stuck out? Well, other than our, like, our true returns or repeats, like, of course, Canada with their filet mignon. Right. Brazil with their cheese bread. Yes. Um, America with their lobster roll. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it just seemed like there's uh, nothing truly new. new. How about that, uh, that Alps booth? Oh, actually, now that you mention it, thank you. Um, the the Alps booth was definitely introduced this year, and I right. want to. I would say I will admit, yes, it was a hit. 
that venison stew right that venison stew was so good and then the cheese dish that they had oh oh yeah i actually tried both and you know the 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 cheese kind of hardened up on me but (laughs) it was still good nonetheless though yeah because i mean what they do is and you can see it because they're they're it's right in front of you but the the cheese block it's like directly under a heater right so that top layer or the layer that's closest to or the face that's facing the the heater it's melting gradually and so they just scrape it off like a layer at a time like oh my gosh that looks so good (laughs) and it tasted good too so yeah it was a swiss cheese right so it was pretty good yeah oh man yeah, thank you for mentioning that. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that because it, it's a, it's brand new this year. Yeah, so that 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 was um, I think that was pretty good. I I liked it too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty enjoyable. That's a pretty enjoyable thing to to do. Um, anything else on your perfect day that you'd probably try to do at Epcot? So, other than walking around and you know eating my way around the world and i right. guess even including drinking um the, the only rides that i truly care about over at epcot would be um again a uh, test track mission space frozen that's another good ride oh yeah that frozen is good. ever after um i actually don't really care much for soren because we have it here <laughs> yeah it's the same in california yeah, if it were the the world one over at Epcot and then the California one here, then obviously there's an actual need to go do the one over at Epcot. Right. But no, unfortunately, that's not the case. <laughs> Trying to recycle their videos. Oh, man. <laughs> they should. I mean, there's a whole world out there. I don't know why they haven't done a new set or have multiple sets like. They have yeah, two so concourses. I don't know. Or uh, is there three? But um, they have at least two concourses. So why can't like one side be one and the other be a different, you know? Yeah. Kind of doesn't make sense. I don't know why they haven't updated it. Well, I don't know. Probably, <laughs> cost, probably cost savings, if anything. If anything. Yeah. Um, so... I guess I mean other than other than that, you know, hitting up the food and all that, there's there's not much you would do other than that? No. I mean that pretty much take up most of my day. Yeah, it does take a lot of time doing things like that. <laughs> oh, actually, um one of my favorite pavilions to go to is the Japan booth okay. uh, pavilion because their store is so sweet. It's so cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Mitsukoshi? Yeah, their store is really cool because, I mean, it's (laughs) a whole, like, the front section of it is, like, dedicated to anime. (laughs) You can spend the whole uh, afternoon there. Oh, man. And then, of course, like, even Trebo, he gets mesmerized by the the pearl chucking, oyster chucking. Yeah, you know, we, we were doing that. We were spending, like, a little bit of time just watching the girl opening them. Yeah, and like saying, "Ooh, you got a lucky and one!" And <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep, they have that. She's got like an overhead camera, and then yeah, like and then it shows the, on the screen. The screen, yeah, shows what what she's actually doing. Yep, it's pretty cool. 
Nice. I, I did I did enjoy going in there. It, it kind of started sprinkling, so we we walked into that you know that store, mm-hmm. and we spent a little bit of time in there and just looking at all the stuff in the store. It's very interesting. The store is. It's definitely my favorite store in Epcot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. And then they they also had the taiko drummers outside. Mm-hmm. Which is, That's uh, they have a schedule too. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. They got a they got a whole crowd going and stuff. So, uh, did, do you did you notice that you know like at the different pavilions they have different performers doing things? Um, oh yeah, I mean like yeah. they'll have a mariachi band come uh, periodically in front of the Mexico Pavilion. Right. Um, they have like a special stage over at um canada they bring in like a canadian folk folk music band they'll play on stage they also do that at germany too yeah yeah i I did notice one of your old videos before has (laughs) has them like playing and stuff it's pretty pretty cool Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, i i do like how they have all this entertainment and then they also incorporate some of the the Disney IP characters in there too. Yeah, so, so like um, uh, Alice and Mary Poppins, they'll show up over at England Showcase. Exactly. Um, Belle will show up in France. Um, Jasmine is obviously oh she shows up in like a back area in the Morocco right. uh, pavilion, and Snow White also shows up in Germany. So yeah, I like how they. They try to incorporate the princesses and stuff and other characters. Um, so w- in, on your perfect day, you get, would you meet, go and meet Belle or meet the princess? <laughs> I have every, well, except this time. <laughs> I was about to say every time, but I'm like, oh, wait, that'd be a lie because I didn't go see her this time. Okay. But, but you did in, see her in Magic Kingdom. That is true. Yep. But yeah, in Epcot, you didn't get to see her. Yeah. I didn't actually have a photo op with uh, Belle this time. I saw your sister had photos with Aurora. Yeah, because um, we were uh, we met up with uh, Lizelle that first day, and um, we met up with her at the France Pavilion. And so, um, by the time uh, we were sampling food, she they both noticed that Aurora was out, and she was doing uh, pictures and autographs. So they just jumped in line. Nice, nice. I like that. Yeah. I like that they have um they have they even have dedicated like photo spots in Future World too. So, you know, they we were able to take pictures of Baymax and also with um Joy from Inside Out. So, that was good. And then I know in that same like area they have you can like meet Goofy and Mickey and Minnie, but we already met them, so didn't want to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you could try and find the unique characters, definitely. Yeah, I was kind of bummed, though, that Baymax, um, you know, they said, oh, he doesn't sign, he doesn't sign. I was like, well, can you sign for him? You know, because, <laughs> yeah. like, the handlers for Lightning McQueen will sign for you. Right. Well, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, we're again, at that point, you're comparing it to... <laughs> yeah, it comes a, comes a comparison to Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like a, a really good day, you know, just... Uh, going around eating and drinking and yep. uh i mean arguably it's it. not really that it's not very disney <laughs> <laughs> That's unless true. of course you you include like you know photo ops with like different 
characters and princesses. But uh, other than that, yeah, Epcot is still the least Disney park in Disney World. This is true. This is true. I mean, even the even the water parks have a lot of Disney theming to them. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, it seems like they're they're making changes to put more IPs in there. Oh, you know, definitely. And it's Ratatouille uh, coming in and Moana. And it was so. more of a gradual like inclusion, but now it's, it's it seems like we're gonna get a huge dump. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with, yes. With all these renovations happening, so yeah. And it seems like it's all coming at the same time. They're just gonna hit us with it, right? Yep. I mean, apparently Epcot's going to be the place to be in 2021. Here we go. Just in time for the 50th anniversary of Disney World, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know if you got to watch any of the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, but, you know, they they did go over Epcot, so you know, it's it was interesting to see how they how they came up with this different different ideas. Yeah, it's on my watch list, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't, yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but definitely want to. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Um, nice. It's um, that's a good good perfect day, I think. Uh, yeah, enough anything... about me. How about you? You haven't said anything really. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Well, my my perfect day. So, I think I actually did spend a perfect day at Epcot. Um, back when I was during the on the college program. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, that was actually the 30th anniversary of Epcot. I, I I would say that would be the perfect day that I spent there. What I did was I so I I got out. I, I was like, oh, I didn't even realize it was their 30th anniversary. Like on that day, and I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go to Epcot today. And I was like, I'm gonna take some pictures. I'm just gonna go around and take pictures. And then, so I got on the bus that you know that takes the cast members to the cast entrance. So I got in. I entered the cast entrance, even though I wasn't working. I mean, because uh, I was like, I don't have another way to get there. So I, I did that. And then I went into. I hit. I hit up the cast, like you know the the place where they sell the pins for the cast members. Oh, okay. And they were selling that on that day, and it said Epcot's 30th anniversary cast member. And I said, "Wait, today's Epcot's 30th anniversary." Sure enough, there are pictures like they're like um, uh, different signs that said it was Epcot's 30th anniversary. So <laughs> I was like, "Hey, I'm lucky." So I bought <laughs> so I bought the pin, and I was like, "Okay, this is this is cool. I like it." You it still have really it, right? nice. I still have it. Yeah, it's on my nice. lanyard. Nice. So that you know, that's that's like, oh yeah, I'm starting off the day nice, right? And so I, I get in and. Obviously, when they when they where they dump us off is like by the World Showcase, so I just get out. It's it's kind of behind the Mexico Pavilion over there in that area. Is so that like, like the little alleyway that they have Donald? Like his yeah, yeah, photo? they have like yeah, exactly. Like if you go back there, there's the cast. That's like one of the cast entrances. Oh, okay. So yeah, like their their main cast building is right behind there. So I got out and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start over here in Mexico. And then so yeah, I was just like taking pictures with my SLR, I was taking pictures, a bunch of pictures, and eating at the food booths and stuff, but you know just like spending the day doing that taking pictures and eating and stuff and then uh capping it off at night with uh eat to the beat i think it was boys to men who was performing so i was yeah, like yeah you have mentioned that you didn't you didn't actually watch them yeah so i was like man this is this is pretty awesome you know nice. you go in eating at, at some booths you know taking pictures and then capping it off with some nice live music to me that was like the perfect day i um, they they didn't have the new 
uh, test track. Oh, well, I say new, but back then test track was getting revamped. Uh, so they didn't oh. have it open yet um, for the third to thirtieth, but I did get to go to a cast preview of it. Uh, well, it was a soft opening, um, so you know we got to test that out. Uh, but the rest of the day was great, you know, eating eating around the world and taking pictures. I I, I found it like relaxing because it's like a day off for me. And do, do you remember if it was like a super crowded day because so of the thirtieth? At the beginning of the day, it wasn't. And then it got super crowded. And I was like, oh, it's because it's the 30th. Right. And, okay. and they had a special, um, what, was the, what was the show at night again? It was uh, Illuminations. So they had a special 30th anniversary Illuminations. I, stayed, I got to stay around and actually see that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was interesting. It, you know, was they, it much different? Just a little bit. They added a little set, a little piece for you know to celebrate the thirtieth. Um, but other than that, it was pretty much the same illuminations that mm. they've always been doing. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say that was that was it. That was my perfect day at Epcot. Um, I didn't do any sit down restaurants. I just you know went around to pictures and ate. And that was that was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed that. Nice. Well. I mean, you've already had a perfect day, I guess, but maybe, you know, another visit, you could top that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, the, the I, I would, I think for me, uh, a new perfect day would, would include the new things that are coming. So, I, I know, I would, I would want to try all of the new things in, that they're bringing in uh, to Epcot. Maybe, you know, past 2021 and everything's in there. Uh, mm-hmm. just just going around and seeing it would probably be my perfect day uh, I don't think it would matter whether there's a festival or not because they're, they're bringing so many things in so many new IP like existing IPs and uh, changing up even the entrance to Epcot there's right. construction going on like it, it's gonna look different with all the like they're doing gardens and you know yeah I just adding- feel like there's gonna be so much more to do once they're yeah. finishing up because i mean sure the play pavilions t- geared towards kids but i would still want to go inside to check it out exactly just yeah. just to see it and you know probably bring zane in there to, to, to check it out because you know he, he'd probably like that yeah, and they're adding a mary poppins area in england they're also gonna you know add the whole moana area yeah with so, the water like mm-hmm. the interactive water that's gonna be cool yeah and then even uh I forget which section, but there's going to be like those multi-level platforms. Oh right, yeah. That are coming, That's... like yeah. It just seems like there's going to be so much more new stuff to do. And and that I mean that would last a few days too. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just like you can do it in one day. It's just so much stuff. So yeah, I mean, um, is there is there anything that you would like to see change that they're not changing at Epcot? Oh gosh. <laughs> I haven't even thought of that. No, I think for me, I'd I'd like to see an update to the Three Caballeros um, mm. ride because it it seems a little bit dated at the moment. What definitely uh, seems dated is Spaceship Earth, but I mean that's already announced they're gonna add a couple new scenes to it. So yeah, I guess there's that, but I still think it should kind of be revamped a bit. Right, I'm mean, not just like the same old ride that they've had. The whole time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they did they did remove 
the Maelstrom, which was one of the original rides too, you know. So, uh, you know, so maybe maybe doing some updates and and such to that ride. Um, what? How about like at the end of of uh, Spaceship Earth when you go to that? Um, what was the name of that? Imagination area. Uh, Project Tomorrow. Project Tomorrow. Yeah. You, you would, would you think they they would try to? Would you want some updates in there? I don't see why not. I mean, it's kind of like Tomorrowland, where it doesn't really seem like Tomorrowland. <laughs> it's like Todayland. Uh, yeah, could use you some know, updates. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I've, I don't know. I, I was gonna go on a tangent about Tomorrowland, but you know, like, <laughs> it, they should. I really think they should do something about that because that you know, the the future is always different. You know, so yeah, the way that technology works, it's uh, something that came out a couple months ago is old tech. <laughs> exactly. So you know, like even even during Walt's day, he knew it was always going to change, and they just haven't kept up. That's that's one of the things that they haven't kept up with. That's why I think in Paris, when they built their Tomorrowland, they did a a steampunk style Jules Verne type of Tomorrowland. I think they did that in Tokyo Disney as well, where it's like, you know, not, not the typical, your typical Tomorrowland, where it's like a um, uh, futuristic, you know, ideal tomorrow that never happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe if they do something like that, it would last longer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's those are different parks. Um, but Epcot, yeah, Epcot is... It's changing right now, and uh, and I like it. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, anything you would you that you like to uh, say or add for our listeners here before we close? Uh, so yeah, thanks guys for joining us today. Uh, no, we're just uh, <laughs> in all honesty, kind of just said more of the same for me when it comes to epcot because if it isn't obvious epcot's definitely still my favorite <laughs> right right definitely so i uh, hope you guys enjoyed our episode this week um have a couple more parks to go over in our mini series here then uh hopefully you look forward to us talking about them so uh hope you come back for a future episode yeah, and I'd also like to thank all you listeners for tuning in to this episode and for tuning into this series that we're doing on our perfect days at the parks in Disney World. And we also did Disneyland earlier, so uh, check that out. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. And on behalf of Nelson, I'd like to say keep your watches synced to Disney time. See ya. Later.